Well, hello there, listener. My name is Matthew Renfro, host of The Fro Show, and you're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. This Four-Eyed Radio production is brought to you by America Joy Print Shop. All your printing needs taken care of in one convenient place. Visit americajoy.com for business cards, flyers, banners, decals, car wraps, and more. Visit americajoy.com. Hello, this is another episode of Arcade Bros. This is number episode 25, so we're pretty much, uh, we're getting up there, getting up there now. Kyle and I are back in the studio. I'm your host, player one, known as Steve-O Mooney, and my co-host, player two, Gammy. Now, we, uh, we've we had actually uh, two live shows, so we haven't been back in the studio. We actually did the uh, midnight release of the Gears of War Judgment. Judgment. And that went so well that uh, the GameStop at the Tempe Marketplace has invited invited us back to do the Bioshock Infinite release, which was fantastic. We had a, uh, a game truck come out, and we hosted this huge event. We had a lot of people on the podcast, so hopefully uh, by the time you're listening to this, those two episodes should already be yeah, out. Yeah, I think they're out right now. You can actually go and check them out either through Blog Talk Radio, Stitcher, iTunes, Mixcloud. You can also check us out on our website. They're actually up with a full article about the event with photos. Oh, nice. So you can check them out there. And always, if you follow us on Twitter and Facebook, you can always get the latest and greatest news from the Arcade Brothers. Definitely. So, um, yeah, things are going pretty well for us. And, in fact, we were actually invited back for the Injustice Midnight release. We've also been invited back for the Last of Us release. And also, yeah. I think we'll be doing the Assassin's Creed Black Flag release. So I'm pretty sure there's, they're going to have us coming back, and a lot of people enjoyed us. So uh, if you have not seen us live yet, go ahead and check those out. When those shows will be posted on our Facebook page, they'll be posted on our actual webpage. We'll do some Twitter invites and everything that's so go on and check it out so without further ado yeah. kyle what have you been playing this week? Oh my god i've been playing everything i've been playing uh gears of war judgment i've been playing uh bioshock one and two and infinite and i've also been playing uh i got i guess I'm, uh, i must have won like a gift card or something because i got an extra 1600 points oh nice from either the bioshock or the gears of war and i ended up using that for the downloadable content for the kingdom Ooh. Of uh, the reckoning. Oh, okay. So I've finally been able to get those because that's a game I keep going back to, and that's something that I feel it, like I might as well get those. Now. It was a re- it's a really good game. Like it got it got really pushed under the rug. A lot of shit happened to the company. It went under and everything like that. But the game is actually very phenomenal. If you have not play, played the Kingdoms of Alamar, I highly recommend it. You probably get it for like really cheap now. Um, especially if you go to GameStop or if you actually want to go through www.sociallyawkward.com and click on the Amazon link and go ahead and check out some of the games on there. Uh, you go ahead and buy your games, you get a little bit of kickback, and you uh, help out the podcast network. So uh, without further ado, what are your uh, thoughts right now on... Uh, we'll jump right into it. What do you think of uh, Gears of War Judgment? So far, I like it. Uh, actually, that's a game I want to go home and finish. I'm almost done with it. I got to the last portion, oh. and I'm about to finish it up. Uh, I've gone through all the campaigns. I've actually played a lot of Versus too. I, that's actually how I started. I went in and I said, you know, I'm going to play the matches first just to see. And I definitely like it. It's definitely a... The way I look at it is it's definitely like a Team Fortress kind of game. Team Fortress 2 kind of game where you have... the Each character does their thing and as they're doing it, and if everyone's doing their portion, you can actually beat the games, the multiplayer, very easily. Like, if you're doing your portion... And then it's also a combination of Left 4 Dead because if you play as the humans and you win, 
or you lose, which tends to happen if you're not playing it right, you actually then get to play as the uh, locust. Oh. So like Hell Left for Dead, you have to then play as the zombies. Like you, it switches. So there's not just you're always fighting the locust, and the locusts are always winning because they're actually coordinating. Yeah. You're playing like as the heroes, and then if you win, you play or lose, you play as the locust. So oh, it gives okay. you a chance to kind of get both sides and try different things, and and it's cool because like as the matches go, you can you earn more points and you can earn more unlockable th- creatures. Like one I keep saying that was popular is the. Uh, the, the someone actually finally unlocked it in one match was the Brumok. You know, oh, you know, versus Mo. Like they all put all their points and they all got to play as the Brumok. And one person controlled one, one person controlled the other. Like that was pretty cool seeing that. So oh, that's really cool. Uh, but yeah, I'm liking that one a lot. I've uh, the story mode this for me. It's like perfect because we never got to have the story of Baird or like we got a little bit of Cole in the last game. These two new characters that they introduced were pretty cool. You know, I like Paddock a lot. I thought he was a really good addition to the team. And then of course, what was neat about it is if you get enough of these stars that you earn each little match. Uh, and of course there's that whole aspect of it where if you choose to do like kind of like the, the what they guess they consider the unclassified uh, file mm-hmm. where it's like you know a lot of smoke or a lot of wind or only certain ammo that they had or certain weapons that they had it adds more chances for stars and it adds a more competitive edge to the game yeah i really enjoyed that where there's like certain levels are time certain levels are uh, you can only use certain weapons you know like one was like all we had were shotguns and kind of plays off the story more and yeah. little side tasks that you can do so it kind of adds more to the game i really enjoy that kind of feature with it because it kind of gives you like an extra bonus of like oh yeah i do want to get more stars or and, i do want a bit more of a challenge and that's what I liked about it too is then like you unlock this uh, portion of number three, which is aftermath, which is actually cool because it's after the events of this game and like it's set in the third game. Because you remember that part in the third game where Baird and Cole are like, "Hey, we got to get you guys a sub or a ship." Yeah, you know, and so that's what they do. They go looking for one, and then all of a sudden they just show up like gobble gobble. Here's a yeah. ship, and like we, it was kind of like, "Oh, okay, cool." But like in the whole game of the third one, they kept jumping back and forth. Yes, and we never got to jump back and find out well, where did they get this ship from? And that's what aftermath is all about. It ties back in with the events that that are occurring in the current game, mm-hmm. as well as the it bleeds into the third. So I thought it was really cool. Like I like all the things you unlock. I like the points. I like the 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 metal system that they always had in the third one. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of the stuff that they did in the third one, they transfer over to this one. Um, I feel like it's kind of cool to watch the game because it's like. It doesn't have too much of a, a grittiness to it as the other ones because this is like pretty much the start of the it's war just happening, and it's just right? happening. It's just all this kind of stuff. So you see how young everybody is actually yeah. in the thing, and then even like after going back and playing aftermath, you can see how haggard they look because it's like they've pretty much been through you know hell and back now. Yeah. So yeah, it's a very it's a very good. Uh, uh, game, you know, uh, Gears of War Judgment. I'd highly recommend it. In fact, if you pick it up now, I think you get a free copy for a limited time. Enter in a code, you can actually play the first Gears of War. So if yeah. you've never actually played Gears of War, you can play this one, and it doesn't hurt the storyline in the other games. because Yeah, because you're play playing as characters that you don't meet until the first game. So it's kind of like you get to see them before yes. and kind of get where they're coming from in the, second, so, in the first one. So, yeah, it's a very good game and stuff like that, but I will do this. Uh, Kyle, uh, we went into the Bioshock Infinite release. Uh, we both got our copies of uh, Bioshock Infinite. Uh, Kyle uh, did not finish Bioshock 1 and 2, so I, I went ahead and let him borrow that. So where are you in Bioshock 1? Well, what was funny is Bioshock 1, I had a save game. I know I did. I got to the part. I know all the events that have occurred. I've gotten up to the end. I've, I literally was like right before, like one or two steps right before the end of the game. And I go to load it, and it's gone. My my game is gone, so I had to start over. Okay. But what was nice is because I already know the events that happened. I wasn't taking my time like exploring or doing stuff. I was just running through, grabbing things, and going. And it was interesting because uh, it's definitely interesting playing it a second time through, especially when you've played it. 
it still holds up. Like today, it still holds up as good as the first time I played it. There's still moments that creep me out. There's still moments that I go and I sit there and I look and I go, wow, like this is like so well done. You know, the the effects, the the powers, the gameplay, the just the little, you know, the would you kindlies that you notice more yeah. of. So I feel like hands down, it's that still holds up today. And what sucked was. I wanted to beat it. Like I started on Tuesday, and I wanted to beat it. I'm almost there. Like I already got through the area where you had to fix the air. Okay, okay. So I already got through there. So I'm already like, cool. I'm burning good. I'm going good. And then what ended up happening was, it's sitting there. Infinite's in there. It's winking at me. Yeah. It's like, hey, buddy. Yeah. You know you want to play? People been talking about me. Come on, mm-hmm. give me a try. Oh yeah. And I'm like, God, but I got two, and I know two's good, and I want to play that too. So I had to skip. Like that literally was like, screw it. Okay, I'm gonna skip. Because Lindsay kept saying that too. She was like, I want to check this game out because we saw the commercial, mm-hmm. and she's like, I really want to see this too. Like this looks really cool. So we started up, and like right away, as we both were just like, whoa. Like we were so like. <laughs> yeah. If you if you haven't started playing Bioshock Infinite yet, or you're debating on picking it up or whatnot, uh, we will probably be doing a little bit of spoiler right now, so I would say get, skip about a good 10, 15 minutes right now, but yeah, uh, put the game in, start it up, you know, it starts up, you're looking at everything, it's pretty cool, you know, it starts off, basically, you're on this boat, you're heading towards this thing, and it's just kind of like, you don't know what's going on, you know, this woman hands you a box, it has a gun in it, there's a picture of a girl and everything like that, you're like, okay, and then you start realizing this guy literally has to find this woman to pay off pretty much a debt, I guess he's in. Right. So, you hike up to this huge, uh, you know, this um, lighthouse lighthouse tower yeah. and everything like that. And it's really kind of, you know, it's just very kind of creepy. This music starts playing. And then you get up there and there's like this body just sitting there. You know, it's been killed and murdered. There's a sign on saying like, you better you better do what you yeah, need to do. Yeah, do what you're supposed to. Pay off your debt. Yeah, pay off your debt. So you get up there. You you hit this little symbol thing. You know, this bell opens up. Yeah, basically the clouds start like flickering. You're just like, what the hell is going on? And then you finally climb into this machine and it just rockets you up into the air. And you literally like, as soon as I got there, it's just like... Wow, it, like Bioshock in the beginning, you know, you get there and it's there's that wow factor, but you could see how it's decayed it is. Destroyed. It's destroyed. There was a war there, you know, all these sides of. But this one, it's like nothing bad has happened yet. Yeah, it's, it's and that's what I liked about it too is it's just so if brand new. If you haven't played the third, first or second, mm-hmm. you would not miss out. Like it is dealing with elements that they explained very well in this game. That if you are familiar with the elements of how Bioshock went into yeah. play. You'll enjoy this, but if you've never played it and this is your first one you're picking up, like it is yeah, great it's on a compl- its own. Yeah, it's a completely new storyline. It's not any cast of characters. There's no really like you know you're yeah, not like oh I know that guy from X yeah, and O. Yeah, basically know. you're in Rapture. You're not in Rapture anymore. You're right. in this brand new thing. It's a very a religious aspect of it. Yeah. And like Crazy it's kind of cool because you're like you're walking around and like it just starts like. You're walking around like, oh, this is really cool. This is really. There's nothing really that's freaking you out yet. Yeah, like, no, like it's more, good. What I like more about it, it's more of like the undertones of things that are really starting to get you like, mm, like, yeah, like you're walking. Well, prime example, you're walking around and as soon as you're about to get, you have to find this woman at this statue, basically, as one of your first tasks. So you're walking around, you're checking out everything, you're trying out things, you're like playing games. It's like a yeah, huge, big, fair, huge fair, huge fair going on, stuff like that. You know, and everyone's very friendly. And that's ca- basically was the tutorial level. I didn't catch it, mm-hmm. but like the weapons they get you to try, the salts they get you to try, oh, yeah. the mini games to earn money and things like that. Like it's literally like the tutorial level without them having to tell you it's the, the tutorial, tutorial level. You know, it was, it was really like, well done. Wow, that's really and cool. And literally, then you get to this part, and it's like the man who has the mark on his hand, yeah, will be judged. Will be judged. And you're like, what the? And they're already your character looks at his hands, and you have that thing. So then you're like, what? Wait a minute, what the fuck? So then you get to the fair area. Basically, shit goes down. Now there's this thing where it's like. 
It's like, oh, you win the lottery and you have this baseball, basically. And these two people are pulled out. They're like tied to these like kind of like stakes. It almost looks like it's they're about to be set on fire. And yeah. so I was like, holy crap. And it's like, oh, what would you do? Would you yeah, throw the heretics? The heretics. Would you throw the baseball at the heretics or the guard? So I, of course, picked the guard. So I'm going to throw and they stop me right away. And as soon as that, they're like, oh, he has the mark in his hand. And like shit just hits the fan. Everyone, right then, yes, it goes like, bizarre. Everybody goes after you. And then it's cool. You get your first weapon, which I didn't know this was going to be your first weapon yeah. because it's been like in the trailers, it's been everywhere. So it's that hook thing that you're going to be gliding around. Yeah, the sky hook. But it's also your melee weapon. Now, right off the bat, I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going to hit people and stuff like that. But the guys, like, grab you, and then it starts spinning, and you're like, oh, shit. And it's like you literally get out of it, grab it, and then you use it on the guards. My favorite weapon by far right now. I'm just like, this yeah. is amazing and stuff like that. Um, it, I'm, like, not – I'm basically maybe, I would say, 30 minutes into the game, and I'm like, okay, this is better win game of the year right now because it's, yeah. it's just been a blast. I like how your character talks. I, I really like also the fact that it's, like, you're looking in reflections, and you can actually see your character's face and Aha, that kind of stuff. But I do have to say that I do have a continuity mistake with oh. that. And this is where, like – this is where I think, like, okay – there, there's a very clear mistake. Now, in the beginning, mm. you're being there's the whole water and there's candles everywhere, and you can look into the water and see the reflection of like the walls. You can see the reflection of the light and things like yes. that. So I made the mistake of looking down, mm. straight down, couldn't see your reflection. Mm. So they did it in the mirror, and they did it when you first came up to that thing where it says "Wash away your sins." Yeah, and you kind of looked and saw a very blurred reflection. So yeah. I was like, okay, cool. But sure enough, right into the game, if you do it, get into any water area and look down, you will not see a reflection. Oh. So something that they didn't do. Now, you'll see the reflection of the environment. Mm. If a bird flies over your head, you can actually look in the water and see the bird fly over. Mm. But you yourself, you cannot see. Now, I like little things that are going on right now. There's like these huge strongmen guy and the guys. Oh, yeah. I haven't fought one yet, but I saw it at the fair. Then there's all these, these little dolls. I've noticed walk has for the songbird, and then there's like a, even a poster saying like the songbird will you know oh my goodness will save us. So uh, I think encounter is amazing. Okay, so once yeah. I get to that part, so I mean I've only scraped like literally nothing of like I just like the little bit of yeah, and even we it. did that too. I was in about an hour, and I had not even found the girl yet. Like I still was just running around like doing stuff. Yeah. So like once you get to it's, and then it's just like you don't want to put it down. Like I got to this part right now. Where I guess you meet an old friend of yours mm -hmm. from when you both served in the in the military, Whoa. and so it's like, but he's up there too, and like there's this whole thing going on now with that, and like so now it's like now there's even more layers to it. And what I liked is Lindsay and I, and we basically kind of figured it out. Like we kind of figured out like why was what why was that on the poster? Yeah, you know why was your mark or your hand shown on the poster? Why was this? What was that? Mm -hmm. But what we can't figure out is. Who are the people who sent you there? Yes. That, to us, is the mystery. Like, right now, we get, like, what's going on up there. And you'll figure it out, too. Like, as it goes on, you're like, oh, clearly, this is how it occurred. Like, this yeah. is why it happened the way it did. And this is why they're, like, that question, we had the same question about, like, well, why is my hand? Like, why is that poster? Why do I have the thing? And blah, yeah. blah, blah. And, this, and all that. But, with, like, the person who sent you the telegram mm -hmm. saying you not to pick 77. Like, who is that person? Like, that's yeah. what I want to know. Because they don't, you have no clue. Like, even, like, we're now in two hours into the game, and I still have no clue, like, okay, what yeah. that person was. So that, to me, is cool, because that's the mystery. Like, you would think, like, this would be. Well, they did, they did that, be. yeah. But it's not. But they did that with Bioshock 1. Like, they had all this stuff going on and things like that. And as soon as you meet Andrew Ryan, that's where, like, everything falls into place yeah, right like, then and there. And you're like, holy crap. Like, it didn't even, like, trigger, yeah. you know, in your mind. And, and I like know that. a lot of people are saying, like, the ending of this game is, like, the game of the year. This is why it gets the game of the year. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of people have been doing that as well. They've been saying, like, this is the reason why. 
So, um, but if, before we jump into more uh, notes, I want to give a shout out to a couple of our new sponsors. We actually have one That's sponsor right. that just joined us. Uh, it's called AmericaJoy.com Printing. Uh, if you need any business cards, you need any uh, credit, uh, you know, uh, postcards, banners, uh, flyers, uh, they're actually a sponsor now of the 4i Radio Network. Uh, they have a business card deal going on right now. If you buy 250 full color business cards, front and back. Uh, front and back, you'll get it for uh, $98 plus tax. That's really um, good. Banners right now is buy one, three by eight feet, two color vinyl banner, get one free. So oh, nice. They have a lot of different uh, things going on. You can also get decals and stuff like that. So uh, be warned, you probably will be seeing probably socially awkward decals coming soon and all that kind of good stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely Arcade that, Bros. I want to throw up one of those. Yeah, uh, yeah, Arcade Bros will probably get one. Um, I, I also want to talk about this on for Arcade Bros now. Uh, Kyle had a banner done up for the um, the sh- live shows that we did. It was fantastic. It was like basically a tablecloth. Yeah. Uh, so I, where did you get that done, and would you go back to that company again? I would. You know, it's interesting because I was looking for a company for a while. Like I didn't didn't even know about the you know American Joy, but I know that there was uh, Three Monkeys, uh, ThreeMonkeyPad.com. Give you guys a shout. I also shot them out on our Twitter feed. They were the guys who put it together. I told them like two weeks before, like, hey, we're doing an event. I'm looking into doing something like this. And I wanted a tablecloth originally. And they said, well, with the cost and with the time constraints, we're actually going to do vinyl. And I said, that's fine. It's recyclable and you can use it over and over again. It doesn't, you know, it won't hurt it. And then when I showed up the day of, they had and they had done it as a cloth. Oh. At for us as a courtesy, and so it was very inexpensive. It was very professional. The guys over there, you know, uh, Miranda was the woman who I dealt with, and the owner, everybody who I met, was very nice. Like they were so low key, like laid back. I told them we we're actually doing some shirts and stuff too, so we're going to be definitely in the market to look at a few other okay, places. Okay, cool, very cool. Uh, but yeah, they were awesome to work with. They uh, had it. You know, ready to go. I picked it up right before we did the event. Yeah, no, no. He uh, he placed it on the table. And I was like, this looks fantastic. Yeah, and it's amazing. You can see it, it in really the photos cool. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So definitely cool. check out our uh, Facebook page. You know, uh, facebook.com slash arcade dash bros. Uh, definitely check it out. Give us actually, a like I don't know. Event. I think it's actually only one word. Oh, is it only one check. word? I can't remember. Yeah, but, Arcade uh, Bros. Yeah, just Arcade Bros. Okay, Arcade Bros on Facebook. Yeah, we just did our equality poster of the link. Yes, that's what <laughs> I was going to bring up. So there's this thing going on on the internet uh, this week. It was an equality kind of icon. You change your Facebook uh, picture to that, and it became a... Um, a huge, a like huge, huge thing. It's basically, you know, basically for you know, uh, same-sex marriage and everything like that. And you know, we're hands down. I'm always agreeing with that kind of stuff. But Kyle did something cool. He actually took the old school uh, link and he made it the heart, and he put the equality uh, symbol inside of it, and it looked phenomenal. We posted it on our Facebook page. It got a lot of and likes. That is a actually a vector graphic, so we can definitely use that for wherever we want. Oh, very nice. So, um, yeah, a lot of people. Uh, so, if you want to check that out, you know, go ahead. If you want to use that one. For yeah, your, your profile pick or whatnot, feel free to. I think it's a phenomenal job, so I congratulate uh, Kyle on uh, you know kick its a butt and things <laughs> like that. So, um, also we'll talk about our next uh, upcoming uh, live event. It won't be for a while, but it's going to be the Injustice video game <laughs> God Among Us, which is actually by. Uh, the people who did the Mortal Kombat series, so Midway. Uh, it's coming out for all systems, so Wii U, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360. So um, it's basically the Mortal Kombat franchise, but with the uh, you know, Superman. and Yeah, um, so actually in three weeks, because it's going to be on the 15th of April at 10 p.m. at the GameStop on Tempe Marketplace. We've been invited back for a third event, so I guess we can't be doing something too bad. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I guess what it's basically based on is there is a comic book, I guess, going running as well to kind of coincide with it so you can kind of buy the comic kind of get an idea of what's going on and then also play there's a demo out that just came out oh and did then, it okay yeah so you can play that as well 
and then of course like the build up for the game. Now what they have going on right now is that it's this is basically like when Superman is prepared to kill his enemies. Like they're taking it to the level where Superman never crossed that line. Yes. He's always been kind of like the the hope and you know Batman's always been kind of the guy like he'll sucker punch you if he has to. Um, but so they've never taken Superman to that line. So this guy, by the guys from Nether Realms, who've done the Mortal Kombat franchise, okay, and it features all the characters from DC. Uh, it's got everything from uh, the Joker, Green Lantern, Cyborg, Harley Quinn, Nightwing's in it. Uh, they got the Flash. Uh, they start also talking about some of the locations, so you'll be able to find like the Batcave, uh, Gotham City, Metropolis, and the Fortress of Solitude. Even oh, very nice. Uh, right now, if you pre-order with GameStop, you can get the exclusive Red Sun Pack. Yes, and that's letting you explore this classic story of the Superman origin, but it's told through Soviet Russia. Yes, in Russia and, we own Superman. <laughs> and I think that's cool because they're actually it's a, not just a skin; it's actually a storyline where you can actually play like 20 other chapters of him through that. Yeah, yeah. Progression. Actually, that's a really cool comic book. Uh, you let me borrow it, and it's just like shows how you know Superman when he was raised over there and stuff of like that. Even like Batman's involved and uh, Wonder Woman and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but yeah, this is a, this is actually gonna be a really cool thing. And also, it looks like uh, season pass will be available. We'll get for the DLC uh, contest for for the price of three includes new fighters and a Flash uh, Point skin pack. So, yeah, and I guess that's op- there's a comic series called the Flashpoint. And that's where I guess the characters had like a different look, and it was for a certain reason. So if you get those skins as well, and it's kind of great because yeah, you do basically buy a pass, and you can get four downloadable contents for the price of three. price of three. So um, yeah, we'll have a link up for that. Yeah, it looks like uh, you'll get the GameStop join the party dot com hashtag backslash hashtag backslash home. Uh, but yeah, definitely a lot of uh, a lot of good games coming out and stuff of like that. They uh, so we'll have a bunch of stuff. Now we did have a question of the week. Uh, Kyle, take it away on our Get Gaming question of the week. Uh, well, what we just asked was, especially with Bioshock and a lot of people talking about it being like a very much a shocker, one thing that shocked me right off the bat with it, with it was I walked into a, a store, and they had kind of like a, uh, you know, you could go around and get cotton candy and things like that, but the store it literally said something, I was like, I don't think that's right, because I didn't know the tones of the game yet, and it said white soap. And at first I was like, white soap? Like, oh, well, maybe it's because it's, it's, a, it's a white ver- soap, like, meaning like it's a color white. And then as the game progresses, there's actually a segregation. There's actually black and white people, and they have the black only, oh, wow. the white only. And I, that blew me away because I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they've went, like, that far with it. So, like, that to me was kind of a shocker because, to me, I just assumed white soap was the color white. Like, yeah. oh, white soap, maybe that blue soap, you know. Yeah. And so that kind of shocked me. And so that kind of spun this question of this week, what was the biggest shocker to you in a game? Uh, you know, we asked a couple people. I got some really good responses, but like for you, what was like a shocker out of any game you've played that you were like, "Wow, I didn't see that." Uh, the biggest shocker I think goes back to my uh, the Chrono Trigger game. Basically, when the main character sacrifices himself to save everybody, and and it's not even at the end of the game. It's just like in probably I would say probably the middle of the game, like the peak of the storyline, everything that, and you're just like what the fuck, you know, like you didn't see, cause that's never happened. You're, you know, maybe people in your team die, maybe people, you know, uh, you know, that you care about dying and stuff like that, but like never the guy you pretty much spent, you know, a good 40 hours with in this game, uh, dies. So yeah, that to me, Chrono Trigger, the, uh, Chronos, uh, sacrificing himself was a pretty big shock. Wow. What about, what about you? Well, I came up with a few and actually I'll give a shout out to, uh, Rory O'Connor at Rory Yo. Uh, he came up with the idea about uh, Borderlands. He thought that the end of Borderlands, the first one, was a big shocker because this whole time you're looking for oh yeah the vault, the yeah. vault, and then when you the reveal was kind of like oh like that's kind of neat. Yeah, like, this whole time it was something else. So he thought the reveal to that was pretty good. Uh, who else did we have? We had where was he at? Uh... Looks like he ran away. 
uh, at Algoa FM. Uh, he was talking about, uh, I guess, on an online game. He says, I guess, just the experience of dealing with people online. And he, I guess, was doing a group run on WoW. And what, they came to a point where he did this run all the time, so he knew what the story was. But he didn't realize that people on the group of his had never ran through it. Uh, so when they finally got to the end, they were like, oh, my. Like, they were, like, genuinely surprised at, as to the result of that oh, okay. campaign. So he thought that was actually kind of cool, like, that. Because then it reminded him, like, when he got it, he was just kind of more like, oh, okay, cool. Mm. But for them, like, to have such an impact on them, it was really kind of like, well, oh, that's really cool. Uh, we did have somebody else. Uh, where was he at? He had talked about uh, Ares. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and, uh, and, uh, Metroid. Yeah, it was, like it was uh, Jimmy Sparkle, at Jimmy Sparkle, uh, was talking about uh, Metroid. Uh, oh, no, he's, I'm sorry. He talked about Final Fantasy VII when Ares died. Oh, Ares with died. With Sephiroth and stuff. Like, that completely surprised him and completely shocked him. He didn't know that that was going to happen. And then for me, I came up with the one with, like, with Samus Aran uh, being a woman oh, in yeah, the very it, first it, Nintendo it, it, game. Because if you beat it, like, she took off the suit and she was kind of, like, in a little bikini or yeah, like, a little, like little suit or whatever. And she was basically like, like, yeah, thanks for saving me. I'm now naked or whatever. And I was, to me, that surprised me because, to me, I, I don't think it ever... It never occurred to me that there was an issue that women couldn't do things in a game. Like it yeah. wasn't like because the whole time we had Mario, we had Link, oh, yeah. we had. But you see this character, and it's basically in a full body suit and some of that. And yeah, it's badass with a giant gun. And you just assume that it's a man because they don't really say anything. You yeah, know? they're just like you're a space warrior hunter. Yeah, you're a, a you're, a, you're a bounty hunter and everything like that. And, then and of course, bounty hunters we knew from were like Bubba Fett, who was exactly who was a guy. So. Um, and yeah. so to me, like that really blew me away because then it opened up the doors. Like, yeah, why wouldn't it, couldn't it be a woman? Like, yeah, why could there not be a female? And then like Lara Croft, like all the other ones. Like you just reemphasize that there's no restriction just based on gender. Unless you're in uh, playing Call of Duty, then there's no women to play. As. Exactly. Yeah, it's only get on that. Get on that, bro. I will say this. Uh, uh, do we have any more, or was that? No, the... that's pretty much it. We so have some I will good say responses. this. Apparently, a game that did come out also on the night of, I believe, it oh was yeah, of War. No, was it a infant? Infinite, you Infinite. Army of Two? Or well, there was Army of Two, and there was also Monster Hunter 3. I think oh, that's right, out. that came out. But I was going back a week before. Apparently, the game that came out finally that people were waiting on, or may have been waiting on, I'm not sure, was the Walking Dead. Waka uh, Waka Dead. Uh, survival Instinct game, and it's just been survive. and it's just been getting a berated, and yeah. I don't really blame it because it literally only took them like eight months maybe to develop. Yeah, the game they, they basically like, like fought for the rights, got the rights, and said, "Oh shit, we can make a game now." And like we're like, "Oh, let's make a game." And they just try to figure out how to make a game like uh, at the last. Yeah, second. um, I'm hopefully I'm I'm I don't know if I'm gonna go out and buy it right away. I'm probably gonna wait to see if I can get it for cheap or some of that, and get and give it maybe like my instinct on it or whatnot. But a lot of people have not been impressed with. In fact, I guess since it's the fact that they played the other Walking Dead game, the one that uh, it does have people from the series in it, but it's not you don't play as any of those people. You uh, play basically a, it's basically a new story story arc and, and everything like that everyone really likes that one so um, yeah that one was one I think a lot of people did because there was one that tied in a, some of the show some of the characters from the show and then there's this one and this one's just more kind of like you use you're using really good characters but it's kind of like a lackluster show where the zombies don't really respond well they just kind of act weird like there's a lot of glitches with it so a lot of people are uh, not as impressed with it as they want well if you want let's use that for the guest uh, the geek gaming question get gaming question next week what is game? your favorite zombie game oh very nice very nice um well, obviously you, the season finale is coming up too yeah it's coming up i still gotta watch this entire season ah! well they're so, gonna rerun run them so if you want we can I, save them well actually i think i can watch them on Hulu. Plus, so um 
But um, uh, talking about other games and stuff like that, now they're going to be making the Star Trek video game. I know uh, Starfleet Escape podcast, I think I've mentioned this a couple of times of this game coming out. Um, you'll be playing as Kirk and Spock, I believe. I believe yeah, it's going to be a co-op kind of game, which is kind and of And it's co-op where if you're playing single player, you can jump back and forth between one or two. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be based off of the movie, obviously, um, the characters and stuff like that. And apparently they're bringing a character back from the old oh, uh, yeah. uh, thing. I'm looking at the picture right now. It's actually freaking freaky looking, but it was called the... Uh, Gorin? Yeah, the Gorn. And that's something that, like, that was the very first, like, it was the first time Kirk went down to a planet and we got to see, like, an alien creature. Like, and it was only in that one episode, like, in the old, old original series. Like, it was the only character that's ever appeared. Mm-hmm. And it was the only time he appeared was him versus, Car- uh, you know, Kirk. They fought to the death. You know, Kirk triumphed and got beamed out of there. That was it. Mm-hmm. So what's actually funny is there's a preview for the game and they use Kirk and the Gorn again, like the guy in the suit, and they're both playing the game and you just they just start getting into a fight. We're like, all right. And they yeah, isn't, they it, like, isn't it a William Shatner in the commercial? Oh, yeah, that's what's funny about it. Is it's William Shatner and just some guy dressed up as the Gorn and it's like the exact same battle that they had in the original okay. uh, movie or the original show. And then they talk about where they reinvented these characters the Gorn, because the Gorn used to just be like that one creature that was it, and then this one, I guess they're trying to take over Starfleet, so they're like, and this is in between, like, you know, the last movie and this movie. Okay. So, what's cool about it is they've reinvented them, so they're more like raptors, some are like a T-Rex, some are more like a invisible, they're more like a chameleon, you know, there's female Gorn, there's male Gorn, you know, they really went ahead and tried to develop them as a species, so you're not ever going to encounter, you know, the same version. You know, you're going to have variations of the Gorn, so I thought it was pretty cool that they went ahead and did that. And that's coming out soon, and we might be doing a, a thing for that. Yeah, I, I think, know the guys. so if we, do, if we do get a copy of this game, and we're going to obviously play uh, co-op on it, yeah. who are you going to be? I have no idea. You I'll be Kirk. You'll be Kirk? Yeah, I'll let you be Spock. You, don't want, to be, you want me to be well, Spock? Well, it's cool, too, because they each have different abilities. Like yeah, Spock, has, Spock has abilities in different tiers, so you can kind of customize them when you want to play, and so does Kirk. He has different abilities. So, so very cool, very cool. Now, a big thing... And I think would be cool is Starfleet Escape Pod asked us to write a review on games about... Uh, oh, uh, Star Trek game. So I went ahead and sent them one. So you should be looking out for Starfleet Escape Pod on the Four Eyed Radio Network. We have a, uh, uh, they'll all have an article up there eventually about uh, board games, pinball machines, and of course the arcade games or video games that were based on all the different genres. And oh, very nice. What to play? And that's a, this is uh, reviews in there as well. So. Okay, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, then this one I stumbled upon. Um, yeah. And I was very impressed with and stuff like that. And actually, I think I'm going to play a little bit of the teaser trailer for everybody um, that they posted right now. Um, oh, yeah. Apparently, there's going to be an Arkham-style Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game coming. Opa, um, Arkham style. It's called <laughs> Out of the Shadows. So let's give this a little bit of a, a listen to. That looks cool. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Rich. I'm here with Mitch. Hello. And we are to take a look at TMNT Out of the Shadows. Video games. Upcoming downloadable game. Uh, so basically, Mitch and I had an opportunity to see this game in action. We didn't get a chance to play it. It's in pre-alpha, as you see that nice little tag there at the bottom of this gameplay. Um, but, you know, a, lo- a lot of what we had a chance to see is actually what you're seeing now. Um, emphasis on the fact that it's four-player simultaneous action. Um, you can do two-player local, four-player online. 
Um, but the idea is that all four turtles are very much present, are very much distinct in their actions, and also actually have turtle sort of combos that they can do together, which we'll see in a bit here. Um, but basically, the gist is each turtle is slightly different, as you would expect. You know, Donnie is slowest, but has the biggest range. Uh, Leo is a little more well, well-rounded. Raph is a little more up close. Mikey's weaker, but the quickest, that sort of stuff. Um, controls, at least as they're described to us currently, are, you know, there's a weapon attack, there's a kick attack. Okay, my apologies on that one. I thought it was actually going to be a <laughs> teaser trailer and not a bunch of assholes. What's doing right now? In the city. In the city. Already just seeing the gameplay, it's going to be a downloadable yeah. contact. Uh, I think it's going to be good. Now, do you think we're going to have people bitching and complaining like they did when Reshell came out of Turtles in Time? I don't know, because I felt like the redesign of that was good, and I do feel like this looks really well done. Like, I like, so far, just like the few minutes we saw here. Yeah, playing uh, four-player like that, I think would be yeah, awesome. Yeah, especially like, he, I like the perfect explanation. Like, Mikey would be yeah, Mike, weaker, he's the, but he'd he's, be a lot he's faster. The faster. Raphael is probably the strongest. Uh, Donatello is slower, but he has the biggest range. Leonardo would probably be, you know, the most rounded kind of character. You know, yeah. it's kind of like Mario. I thought it would have been funnier if they did like Michelangelo's a party dude, and then like did it like that. Oh, <laughs> so it's like Raphael's just rude, so yeah. he just gives you insults. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that uh, Out of the Shadows actually looks really good, so I can't wait for that to come out. Um, it's gonna be downloadable, so that'd be good. So hopefully, then we could do a gaming night of that where. Uh, other people want to join us. Of course, if we do do that, everyone has to realize Kyle will be playing as Raphael and I will be playing as Michelangelo. So you only have pretty much two turtles to choose. Two turtles. Two turtles. To choose from. So if you don't like it, I'm sorry. You're a dick. Well, then you'd have to be Raphael. So that's pretty much it. I mean, we touched base on everything. This this little bit here about the equality movement was just talking about games and how a lot of games like Elder Scroll allowed you to marry same sex. Mass Effect allowed you to do that as well. You kind of mix and match uh, your pleasure. And then of course, Army of Two is just kind of that's just homoerotic, homoerotic adventure all the way Which is fine. Which is fine. Which is nothing wrong with nothing wrong with that. Fist fist bump brings a whole new meaning. Yeah, especially with fisting. So um, basically, yeah, that was. A, but we already talked about that with uh, the movement. So feel free to create a graphic for that. It's on our Facebook. Uh, oh yeah, there was something else I was going to talk about, but I guess we'll have to wait till the next show. What, no, what was it? I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to have like a teaser or something like that. So um yeah so I guess that's about it wraps up for the arcade bro this one looks to be a little bit uh, shorter episode um but you know what our last two episodes were about an hour long yeah uh, well it's not so, more because I think the one we just did was like an hour and fifteen twenty minutes yeah so uh but like what we need to do Kyle and I need to sit down we need to recharge we need to, I'm gonna finish a couple of games uh and write some then we'll reviews. talk about write some freaking reviews finally and stuff like that um actually now that I have a new laptop. I might be able to finally go check out that game, League of Legends. Aha, a lot of everyone's been talking about that. So if I jump on, people want a game with that, then uh, we can get that going. So um, until next time, kitties. uh, You want to give the shout-outs to our thank yous for our Twitter fans first? We have jumped from 220 fans to 259. Oh, wow. And on Facebook alone, uh, our page has gone from... uh, uh, we're basically up all across the board. Like we've gone from people talking about us to about fifty-eight percent, nineteen. Mm. Uh, weekly total reach has gone from like I think zero, which is oh, where wow. it had been for a while, to three hundred sixty-seven. Holy crap! Uh, we've had over fifty-seven likes, so we have to give a lot more uh, stuff out <laughs> come next oh, yeah, event. Definitely. And then of course, uh, friends and fa- friends or fans of the show, we have about seventeen thousand eight hundred and ninety. Wow! So thank you very much all for listening in to us today. Uh, they can find the Arcade Brothers, of course, at arcade-bros.com. Mm-hmm. They can find us obviously on the social doc, uh, social networks of uh, Twitter at arcade-bros or underscore bros. Steve, where can they find you at? Uh, they can find me at Stephen Mooney Jr. on uh, the Twitter. 
You can also check me out on Socially Awkward's uh, episode, uh, shows that air every uh, Friday night at 6 p.m. Um, and also on the new show that will be premiering soon, The Idiot Section, where Kyle and I are co-hosting with uh, Senor Esteban. Uh, we'll leave it at that until you join the journey. So until next time, kiddos, keep on gaming. So what are we doing here? Promo? Or um, I don't know. We just kind of got stuck in this audio some, wave. Some giant blue Sasquatch told me to make a promo for foureyedradio.com. Says something about going this way. So we're here. Yeah, this is Prometheus. And this is uh, this is Jay Agamemnon. Yeah, we have a podcast. In case anyone wants to listen to it. It's called Straight Out of Austin. Exclamation point. Yeah, that's the, that's an important part yeah. of the name. And it's um, italicized. Yes. And it's um, from punchingthewallsreality.com. It's one of the best podcasts you've never heard. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have never heard it. I'm pretty sure you've never heard it. Positive. I'm like 100%. Yeah, I'm, 100, like, I'm 110%. That's 110%, not even possible. Yeah, yeah. So you guys should go to foradradio.com and listen to it. Yeah. It would so. make us happy.